Welcome to the Friends I View podcast, where Sean and Jose talk about everything under the sun. Visit friendsayview.com for more, unlock exclusive content on Patreon, and catch our videos on YouTube at the Friends I View. Subscribe for weekly episodes and let's explore the world together. Thank you for joining the Friends I View. Um, my name is Sean, obviously with my buddy, the co-host, Jose. This is our second um, episode of good old 2024. Um, for everybody out there who's been listening, um, we do have a company called Jubilant Bay. You can find our shoes and clothing on jubilantbay.com. But you can also find specially great coffee for all of you coffee lovers on jubilantbaycoffee.com. And $1 per sell goes actually help out homeless vets so we can go ahead and make the homeless problem hopefully a thing of our past you know now we'll be talking about the aliens now the reason why i want to talk about this because you know obviously we're going to be interviewing a former um department of defense contractor um around february 3rd who's going to go more in depth on what they think about aliens or their experience in different things. Um, Miami had their little 10 foot alien scare. I mean, I seen stuff on it. I didn't really see too much on it. I saw a couple of videos where like people were being hushed. I don't know if that's real or not. You know, um, I did hear, I did hear, um, recently a guy who supposedly was also in that scenario. And that's the challenge. When you look at all these little interviews and different things, all sure. of them are from the Department of Defense. Every last one of them. Sure. Or CIA or FBI. I don't know. I can't verify whether or not you were a spy or not. You know, so I got to kind of take your word for it. And hope there's some validity. But one of them was saying uh, the reason why we're having so much um, recently so much alien activity and and disclosure type stuff because you remember in 2020 the pentagon literally posted pictures of vehicles that it openly admitted were not a part of this world yes 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 mm -hmm. it's because apparently the aliens gave us a 2027 deadline for disclosure gotcha so little by little, it has to be discussed. I mean, that's, 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 that's what they say, you know, <laughs> I mean, you got to kind of take it as a grain of salt, really. Yeah, but of course, of course. Because you know, about every five years, there's some dude who comes out and goes, it's the end of the world. The aliens are going to take us over, you know, something, you know, there's always that exactly. person. So you don't know how valid it is until ET is knocking on your door going, Hey, <laughs> We're here. Exactly. So what you think? I saw. Well, I, I saw the little snippet on the news, um, and I saw a tremendous amount of police presence. Oh, I saw that too. It was like... For supposedly just a group of kids fighting. I was like, uh, how many groups of kids were fighting? Yeah, no, no. I, I saw that little story where they said they were teenagers fighting. You're like, yeah, two, three, four cop cars maybe yeah i did for a for a fight you know 
It looked uh, well over 75. It looked like well over 75 cop cars. Easily, easily, easily. It was like not, it was like back to back car, police exactly. cars. And then it was like, it was weird because like on one of the like shots, you saw something in front of the cop cars walking, <clears throat> but it was too far away to know exactly what it was. Yeah. But you see it actually walking whatever it is it's walking and it's only one so if yeah. it's a group of kids fighting and they're running towards the cops or away from the cops it's not just one it's you i mean it's not going to be just one it's going to be a few of them that you we would be able to see but i only saw one image yeah yeah like like it was just crazy it was like because you couldn't see what it, it was too far away to see what it was yes like if it was a person or if it was a 10-foot alien, you would just have to explain why 75 cop cars were short on anywhere. Mm -hmm. Because 75 cop cars don't even show up for serial killers. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Like, yeah, you. you know, if, if 75 cop cars were to show up, an alien might be a reason for 75 cop cars to show up. Yeah, I would think so. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but the but the crazy thing was that, that it was at a mall. Like it was like, did Alien get lost? Was it was there like a sale going on that he's like, you know what? I got to get these Jordans. I mean, I can't. Uh, I mean, I don't know what time of day it was. I saw that it was, the sun. It, it looked. It appeared to be nightish. Exactly, because the sun was down. You could tell by the video the sun was down. What time did it happen? You know. I, I don't, I can't verify the time that it happened. So, and you know, nowadays malls are not how they used to be, uh, packed full of people. Yeah. Most of the people are doing their shopping online. Which so smart. Cause I don't even like people. <laughs> and I'm definitely not going into a mall to buy anything. <laughs> no, I'm still living in the malls. I'm it's still like, a people person. <laughs> I, I was, I haven't been in a mall since I was like 18 or 19. Wow. You know, like, cause you know, like when you're 18, 19, it's like, I mean, you can't really do much at 18 or 19, especially when you're like a serviceman. Yeah. Was, cause I was in San Diego. So it's like your options were this, <laughs> the beach, the mall, movie theater, or Tijuana. There you go. <laughs> um, and, and we had already discussed how many times I've been to Tijuana. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. So the mall back in the day does not compete to the mall nowadays. So was the mall closed? Because a lot of people made comments of why would an alien go to the mall? Well, malls are not packed like they were back in the day. So maybe it was a quiet space for that person, that entity, whatever it was. I'm not sure. And I only say this because I formulate my own opinion, just like I'm sure everyone else will formulate their own opinion. So this was that's what's about our podcast is just your two buddies sharing our opinions. But my thing is like just that madness of like going, cause we kind of talked about this beforehand. Like there is, there is like tr trillions of known galaxies known. I'm yeah. that's, that's what we can see with like, you know, the telescopes and different yep. things. Sure thing. Yep. And then there's like trillions of stars and planets inside each galaxy. Okay. You know, there's like trillions of like solar systems, which exactly. are essentially like 
like almost like neighborhoods in a city, you know? Okay. It's like the, the closest galaxy from us is, is pretty far, mm-hmm. you know? Like it's, it takes yeah. a little bit of time, even at the speed of light, to get there. Okay. So assuming this thing came from, assuming, assuming it was an alien. Yeah. Assuming it came from anywhere inside of even our own galaxy, that's still a far ways away. Because, I mean, if you, like, look at our solar system alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Some of these planets are far. You know, like, they're they're yep. not right next door to each other. Of course, yeah. I mean, like, even Mars. Mars is the closest one to us. Mm-hmm. And it takes, besides the moon, obviously. And it takes, what, like, three months to even get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so you can only imagine, like, you're going to fly all this distance and go to a mall in Miami. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I don't you know. I'd say like, like, well, like, there's so many other places the bastard could have went. Okay, fair enough. Like, yeah, right. Like, how did you end up? And that's that's assuming it was an alien. That's assuming the story was true. Okay, and there has to be something about the story. Because they were kind of hush-hush about it, you know? Yeah, th- they were saying that uh, they were suppressing, um, like, uh, communication equipment. Exactly. And and since we're both in the military, we understand how Uncle Sam works. Yes. yes. If Uncle Sam doesn't want you to know the truth of something, he you will not suppress it. Yeah. And has no problem doing it. And will slap a... The reasoning is national security, yep. because anytime you wrap anything into the national security blanket, it's impenetrable. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're literally never going to get that information until, <laughs> until. Anything is redacted. But then, it, but then even when you look at redacted statements, because I've looked at redacted statements. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I specifically looked up redacted statements or statements from events that happened in the past. And like, we talked about this beforehand. Most of it is blocked out. Yeah. Blacked out. Yeah. So you don't really know who's talking, what's talking, what they said. <laughs> And sometimes what's not being said, exactly. <laughs> so, so there really is no transparency at all, even though they try to pretend there's a freedom of information because there isn't. Because yeah. once it is determined as national security, there's nobody to question that. Yeah, you're right. And then, and then you need special judges, special hearings, special situations, special rooms. They even and, look at the real information, and you aren't even allowed to talk about it, even and, if you and even with and even with those steps with the special judges and the special counsels, it's not guaranteed that we're going to receive the information. Exactly. So because it could be too national security, if that makes any fucking sense at all. <laughs> like, well, I mean, yeah, I, I hear your reasoning. I I understand you wholeheartedly. Yeah, it's true. Wow. No, I mean, I mean, there are things that are obviously national security. Of course. But, of but course. I, I think the whole blanket national security, just calling it that, I, 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 I think they, I think they go way too, way too, um, they go way too hard on the whole, like, you know what I'm saying? National security, of course. And then, I mean, 
unless they, our government thinks that we're not adult enough to uh, handle the uh, actual going going ons of the world and what's actually happening out there. See, the, the some of us may not be ready for it. You never know. I mean, if an alien showed up at my backyard, uh, I'm pretty sure I probably would uh, react a little bit differently <laughs> than if I knew someone that I knew was coming over. Yeah, no, I I think the real problem is, uh, especially with disclosure, mm -hmm. is. Because we, like I said, we kind of talked about how big the universe is. Yes. And there's a very real possibility that we might even be in a multiverse. Okay. Um, and then you also got to throw in, because, you know, obviously I'm not religious, but I understand that there's a metaphysical side of things. Okay. So that means you have, like, even in science, you have multiple dimensions. Like, um, in physics, there's 10 dimensions. Um and it's because after the 10th dimension, okay. I don't think we have any words to, to be able to adequately explain what any dimension after 10 would be like. Okay. So like 10 is kind of like the highest that we can possibly understand with our brain as a point of references. Okay. But what's the, what's the but, percentage of our, what's the percentage of our brain that we, um, utilize? You see it. I'm calling bullshit on that. I'll explain <laughs> that in a second, right? Okay. Calling bullshit on that one. But, you know, you have 10 dimensions, right? Okay. But there could very well be a trillion dimensions. Okay. Fair enough. So it's like, it's like there would be entities potentially existing at each of these dimensional frames. Like for you and I, we can, we can, we can see things on a first, second, third dimension. Okay. We cannot see or interact with something that is in the fourth dimension. Okay. Or in the fifth dimension or sixth dimension. So who's to say there isn't some being or trillions of beings, for instance, mm -hmm. in the sixth dimensional sphere, you know? Okay. So it's like, so you have to take in the metaphysical side of things because that would explain <laughs> any questions with yeah. something that could potentially be a multi-dimensional being. Gotcha. Like that that would often be referenced in in our world as angels, demons, jinn, any mm -hmm. plethora of names that we've given them, it, it could explain that, you know. But as far as the brain, like I said, there were people there was this there's this saying once that we only use like ten percent of our brain. That was the concept. Okay. Which has it ever been dispute? Has it ever been proven false? Yes. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. And I'm calling bullshit on it today because <laughs> okay, it's wrong because we use a hundred percent of our brain. It's just what part of our brain activity is. So there's two. There's two two brains essentially, right? Okay. Um. There's the conscientious brain. Okay. Which is which is I consider the creation brain. Okay. Because you are physically making decisions. You are physically doing things. Yeah. Okay. And then you have your subconscious mind, uh, which is much more powerful. Okay. What is that? That includes dreams? Yeah, yeah. So subconscious mind has like a million things that it does. So it's not like, it's not like down the, like I'm just making decisions or analyzing things. It is. Sure. 
it is doing a lot of things. And I believe that 10% of our life, we are proactively doing. So for instance, we're proactively making decisions. We're proactively thinking about something. We're proactively, you know, the the, the conscious society is operating. 90% of our life is subconscious. How many times, I know I've done it, Mm -hmm. like even when you're driving, you're not thinking about consciously where you're going. You're just on autopilot and you just end up at home. Not even, not even well, realizing, not even realizing that you were. Sometimes yes, and sometimes no. Depends. If I, I don't say I did it all the time, I know, I know. But like, but, oh, a song comes on, you're singing a song, you're thinking about sleep. a memory. You know, you know, you're not engaged one hundred percent consciously. Okay, you're able to still proactively move through life through the world because your subconscious mind is so damn powerful and so damn good at what it does that it becomes habitual in things and can get you from point A to point B. Now, let's 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 throw our listeners for a real loop. Uh, the subconscious information that you may have, do you think it's based on things that you have already seen, you have already felt, you have already experienced, or would something enter your mind that may have been put there by, and I know you're not religious, but say the believers and our and our uh, listeners that believe in God, myself included, um, say there's a number that comes up in your subconscious mind and you go play that number in the lotto and you win. So How I'll, do you talk that up last? So I'll explain my, I'll explain it this way, right? Okay. Your subconscious mind initially gets programmed between the third trimester of birth and the age of seven. Okay. Matter of fact, there was a old saying, show me any seven-year-old and I can tell you what kind of life they're going to have. Hmm. Okay. Um, because that is when you are just absorbing the world. You're absorbing your environment. You're absorbing what your family's doing. You're absorbing love. You're absorbing violence. You're absorbing whatever. Okay. And what this does is this establishes what I consider to be boundaries, right? Okay. Sure. Hard and soft boundaries. One of the things. Uh, okay. Soft boundaries are things that if, because your subconscious mind, one of its roles is to protect you. That's okay. One of its roles. Um, it's why you go into a hot, you know, fight or flight mode when you're scared. Okay. Your subconscious mind goes, analyzes the environment, analyzes everything, the data real quick and goes, there's a reason to be precautious here. I'm going to need to go ahead and initialize the parts of the body that are going to protect me from danger, you know? And so, so soft boundaries are your, um, your comfort zones, right? Okay. Public speaking, you <laughs> talking to girls, whatever. They're things that if you break them, there's going to be no cost to your psychological nature. Okay. Hard boundaries, um, which is we we never talked about um, nature versus nurture. We got to do that at some point. Okay. Because hard boundaries are are like killing people. If it's a choice to take life 
then the psychological damage is different than when somebody is taking life out of like military or protecting your own, protecting your own. Now, there's a cost to it on a psychological level because you're breaking a hard boundary. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so, and when it comes to like thought, nobody has an independent thought. You'll never in your life just think something. Every thought that you've ever had has just came into your head. Now, I believe it's because at a metaphysical level, we are all connected to everything, which is why nobody has has one thought and only one thought and nobody else has it. Like, I'm sure you've ran into people where like a, something has come out or a product has come out or an application has come out and somebody has said, hey, I thought of an application just like this. Yeah. It's because at least two people, at least two people anywhere in the world has had that conversation in their head, that thought. And the and one who gets credit for it is the one, is who, the one on who acts it. on it. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's no, there's no like independent thought. Now, now where, where do the origin, originating thoughts come from? Now that, that, that's all speculation, really. Like I said, I think we're all connected on a metaphysical level. Okay. And if that's the case, then we're all connected on a metaphysical level to anyone and every other entity. And all those examples we talked about earlier. Sure. Any of the trillions of possibilities that are out there, you're connected to them. I mean, there's, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to not think that at somewhere in some dimension is your grandma who's maybe in a dimension where, and I'm using this as an example, the kind okay. of say your grandma's in another dimension mm -hmm. where she can see the future. Okay. And she goes, and she sees your suffering and maybe places that number in your head, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. There, there's no way to trace where it originally came from, but there's no, there's no, if I believe that we're all connected on a metaphysical level, we're all essentially the same thing, then there's no rhyme or reason why somebody who didn't care about you in this plane of existence, or maybe went to a different plane of existence, doesn't try to assist in this plane of existence. Okay. So would that also mean that aliens would be able to communicate with us that way? I would assume so. Okay. I would assume if we're all connected on a metaphysical energetic level to anything and everything, yeah. then then there's no there's no way to not be able to accept the fact that somebody else, some entity hypothetically an alien for this example from somewhere else doesn't plant a thought um in in a way way that because if we knew like we 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 can't just plant thoughts like that okay but we will still try to plant thoughts even on a physical realm if we know that it's going to be beneficial for somebody okay we do it all the time <clears throat> Have you ever been sold something? That I didn't want to buy? Yes. No. 
But have you ever been? Have you ever been sold something? Um, I've oh yeah, of course I've been sold something. I mean, okay, but usually I bought a car, right? You bought a car, okay? And you've been to car lots. You bought a car. Yep. Um, did you ever go in there not knowing exactly what you wanted? I have not, but then I haven't had that many cars in my life. You know, like I'll buy a car new and I'll use it until. I feel that it's time for me to get another car. Okay. You know, but I've I've always gone in knowing exactly what it is that I wanted. Yes. But having done sales, this huh? is really the sales process. Okay. Um, they establish a rapport. Yeah. Um, because we need to establish that you are going to like me or trust me. Sure. Um, throughout the throughout this process, I'm going to plant. I'm going to plant thoughts in your head. Okay. Like when I sold vacations, how did I, how did I do that? Um, imagine your kids like building a sandcastle on the beach. Exactly. Okay. Imagine what your wife would feel like having a spa treatment in Hawaii. What I'm doing is I'm planning a thought in your head on the physical realm. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, I want you to buy what I am selling. Mm-hmm. And. And if you look back at any time you've ran into a salesperson, they've all done this. <laughs> of course. Okay. And there's a re like when you're in a car, what did he say to you? Imagine going down the street in this. Or how does that make you feel? Because he, what he's doing is they're planting thoughts in your head. They're planting memories that didn't even exist yet mm-hmm. in your head. Because now you are now you are visualizing. Now you're visualizing you and how it feels you driving this car. Every that you've day. never driven. <laughs> yeah. Or on vacations with your kids. Yeah, you can imagine it. You didn't go on vacation with your kid yet. Yes. Not exactly. that one. Yeah. But I'm like, imagine. How to, <laughs> because the way that your head works, and this is how powerful the subconscious mind is, and okay. lots of credit to it mm-hmm. is they've actually gauged this scientifically. Okay. Like you can have, like, if you have a memory, right? You remember a memory. Yep. They've actually measured the electronics, the electrical fields, and the, and the things that are happening in your head. Okay. It was the same. We're remembering a memory as actually doing what it was you remembered. Wow. Okay. There was literally no difference in your brain activity, whether it was a memory or whether it was actually happening right now. I got you. Okay. So, and that was, that was measured scientifically. They can measure that. So it's like, so when you're doing this, what you're doing is you're planting a memory and your brain is registering that memory as if it's happening right now, even if it's not. Hmm. Which is why the sales process is so effective when you bring in the emotions, when you bring in the memories, when you bring in the visualizations. It's because there's no difference in how your body responds based on whether or not you're there or you're just visualizing it. Wow. I mean, and that's, you know, why, I mean, because they... You know, they say salespeople are what, like lawyers? You can't really trust them too much unless you need one. But at the same time, I guess that's why I'm leery when I do go purchase anything. I want to make sure that it's something that I need. And I want to make sure that it's something that that salesperson can't talk me into if I don't really need it. But here's the problem. 
Here's mm-hmm. the problem. Okay. Humans are not wired logically. They're not. Oh, cool. Emotionally? Um, because the way it works is like men are more logical than women. Yep. Okay. But the way that we work, and even Harvard did a study on it once. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of your brain where um, you, you, uh, where it's the emotional side versus the logical side. Okay. And there were some patients that they had where the emotional side was kind of messed up. Okay. Um, so what they did was they untied their shoes and logically the patients could understand and know that they needed to, to tie their shoe. Okay. They were unable to make the decision to tie their shoe huh. without an emotional response because the deci- for us to make a physical decision, there has to be emotional response. And I'll explain a perfect example of what I'm talking about. I was, I was doing, I was doing my vacation sales, right? Okay. The woman calls in, she wants New Year's Eve, Manhattan, New York on New Year's Eve, right? Okay. Which is a tough one to get. Okay. She knows she's going there. She's bought plane tickets to oh, go wow. there. Okay. And at this time, I was working at one of the most luxurious brands out there. Okay. And I won't mention their name. Okay. But, uh, to put in retrospect, the rooms for any of their properties in that area and on New Year's Eve would be about $5,000 a night minimum. I gotcha. Okay. And so, so I had a, so I was doing the timeshare thing, obviously. Okay. So I go, look, I have exactly what you want. I didn't do any of that visualization. I didn't do any of the, the feeling things because in my head, I was like, logically, she's got tickets. She, 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 she knows going. she's going. <laughs> yep. The reason why she's asking about it is because she needs to have it. So I go, cool. I have a sweet air for you, four people, kitchen, everything. Yep. Manhattan. Near the ball drop, $475 for three days into a night. All you got to do is sit through an hour um, times your doer, but you're saving $4,000. Gotcha. Okay. Immediately, she goes, I've got to think about it. (laughs) Okay. And it it was because I did not attach an emotion to it because logically everything made sense yeah she'd already done one of these timeshare tours she knew that she wasn't going to get pressured because this particular organization never pressured gotcha they've been around for 150 years gotcha okay i want to do is lose (laughs) exactly i see your point yeah um like i said they're well known throughout the world so it's not like they're not fly by night um so so she'd already, she already knew, she already knew, like <laughs> she just, because I did not attach any emotion to it, you she would pull the trigger on uh, something she knew logically made sense. And the fact that it was going to sell out quickly because it's New Year's yeah, and New York. Gotcha. Which is, if you're going to say prime time New York, that is the most prime time situation. <laughs> That you could be <laughs> yeah, okay. So wow. these 
These salespeople have to do it this way because if they don't, regardless, you're not buying because you're not you're not logically. Majority of it may be logical, but the actual trigger is emotion. Gotcha. Interesting. So if you weren't triggered by emotion, they wouldn't have to do this shit. Mm-hmm. It's actually your fault. <laughs> you know, I don't. I, I consider myself. I don't know. I guess would be 50-50. 50% of the times I am logical, 50% of the time I am emotional. And sometimes I would probably combine the two. Depending. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, every decision has to have some level of emotion, but it may yeah. not be like extreme emotion. Sure. There's just maybe it's just a small little trigger. Gotcha. Like annoyance. Like yeah. your shoes are untied, so there's the annoyance. Yeah. Which is an emotion. <laughs> that annoyance is what makes you go down there. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and, it, and, and I guess you can see what, what, whatever it was that happened in Miami at that time, I guess you could view it both logically and emotional. You know, are you believing what you're actually seeing on TV? I know if it's a true video and it wasn't doctored in any way, I can pretty much tell you I only saw one entity, one apparition whatever it is you want to call it but i only saw one thing walking towards down the street i didn't see a plethora of kids or any other type of uh uh forms i saw a plethora of cops in that shot exactly <laughs> well i didn't see the plethora of cops either i seen the plethora of cop cars oh yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i didn't see the cops themselves either so were they hiding because of what they saw you know, because I don't think because that would add validity. <laughs> you know, it, it, they're it, like, it, I've got guns and I'm still fucking. And I'm still, <laughs> I'm still hiding. And these are supposedly just kids fighting. Come on. So, and that's, that's the perception that I give to myself when I'm actually viewing that uh, scenario. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. Really is interesting. Uh, it'd be very interesting just because like. I've been watching a couple of different videos out there. Mm-hmm. Like some of them, it's like, what always kills me about the like UFO ones? Yeah, sure. Especially like the new ones. Is some of them will still have grainy pictures. It's like, all of you guys have like iPhones and Samsungs. <laughs> How are you still taking 1980s pictures and videos? Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that, yeah. And that's another thing that I look at as well to see if the uh, actual shot or the actual video is valid. You know, things like that. There was one. I don't know how true it is. See, the problem is, is like it, with Photoshop and things, it's like very hard to really tell yeah. what is true, what is false. Because what you really have to do is you have to like analyze each of these pictures for modifications. Yeah. Just to even be able to determine their authenticity, you know? I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself here a little bit. It's like that uh tape uh I don't know if you remember that commercial. Is it live or is it Memorex? <laughs> not all- you may not even remember. I'm a little bit older than you are as well. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> uh, there was one, it was kinda if if it was a true picture, it would have been kinda cool, you know? It, it was clear. It was clear as day. Yep. Um, but it could very, very easily have been, like I said, photoshopped or anything. Gotcha. But it was a weird looking UFO. It was like almost like a a pyramid. Oh, okay. It was like a white pyramid, like 
UFO in the clouds is like they're taking it from like I'm assuming a passenger jet based on the based on the, the altitude and where they they were in reference to clouds. Yeah. Um kinda gotta go pretty high to be on top of clouds. Definitely. And and that's kinda normal for commercial jets. <laughs> Definitely. And it was just kinda like it was just like like a pyramid. Like it was it was weird. It was like a white pyramid. Wow. I was like, that'd been kinda cool to see if it was true. It's just hard to tell what is true, what isn't. I know I know there's a satellite outside of Earth. I'm sure you've heard about it before, right? Okay. It's black mm -hmm. and it's not ours. Gotcha. And it's openly known that it's not ours. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy because it's like Okay, well, if it's not, like, the United States has, like, 90% of the satellites that are up there. Okay. okay. So, it's like, so if it isn't China, Russia, and the United States, and maybe a few countries in Europe, and it's neither one of those, whose satellite is it? <laughs> yeah. And what is it satelliting? Interesting question. Yeah. Because you know why we have satellites. We have satellites to monitor and to do communications. Sure. GPS. GPS. I mean, we use satellites for a lot of reasons. Definitely. And there's a belief system that it's like millions of years old. And it's like, are we not going to talk about that? <laughs> I think that should be one of the uh, one of the topics that the government should open up about. Most definitely. And we can start with that. And then get into everything else. Satelliting. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And so, well, I, I I put it this way: if they want, if the government wants to talk about that to open the door, so to speak, then why not? See, the problem the problem that I think with it is is you got to look at how many religions we have, right? Um, on planet Earth, there are roughly what four thousand religions, or though. Okay. Okay. There's about three or four major ones, you know, Okay, mm -hmm. which, you know, Catholicism, Christianity, um, well, Hinduism, yeah, uh, Hinduism, yeah, Jewish. So, you know, like, like yeah. there's, there's four or five major ones, you know, sure, which constitute billions of people, you know, yeah, but like if another species or trillions of species are known to be, exist throughout just this universe. Okay. Not even talking about any subsequent parallel universe. Not even taking account any multi-dimensional beings, but just third dimension, even just in this galaxy. Not even a whole universe, but just this galaxy. Mm -hmm. As soon as one has been proven beyond reasonable doubt, meaning they show up and go, hey, then it undoes or undoes mm -hmm. a lot of what religions teach. Okay. Religions kind of teach the concept that humanity is the golden child. They're the only ones. They're it. And, and as soon as you have one blue alien or one anything, <coughs> then what that does is that puts in the question of that whole concept and if you and when you look at like religions for the most part most of them are very adamant that anything these books say are 100 percent true mm -hmm. okay there's no room to argue with them or 
or have an open discussion. Like apparently all these years or somehow. <laughs> and by books, you meaning the Bibles of the, I, any of the, of, of the various religions, whatever, right? Of, of the various religions, the books of the various religions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, because we talked about it. The earth is four and a half billion years old. Yeah. Humanity could be very well hundreds of thousands of years old. Okay. And to kind of try to pretend that everything in the universe can be condensed down into a couple hundred pages is kind of insane to me, you know? That leaves a, that leaves a lot, to me, a lot okay. of... Because there are science books that are hundreds of pages, and they don't even have everything. Gotcha. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But what it does is it undoes a whole belief system making people think and believe... Because the problem is when you have something so deep rooted, like religion, like, like it's a deep rooted belief. Like it's not like for a lot of people, not everybody, but for a lot of people, it's deep rooted. Like my parents, I talked about this people. Sure. My parents are absolutely diehard religious people. As, as is my mother. Yes. I mean, they, they go to church every time the damn door is open. Okay. That, that's, <laughs> you know, yeah. And imagine if you took and there's a lot of people that are that way a lot sure. so imagine if you one day un just ripped the bandage off and were like hey you're not alone matter of fact there are trillions just like you yeah. all shapes sizes colors throughout yeah, the universe it, it would definitely freak out a bunch of people that that's for sure and maybe that's one of the topics we need to discuss in one of our podcasts, the various religions. I think not only and their differences. I think nowadays people are more open to the idea. Yeah. I think in the past, like in my grandparents or my great grandparents time frame, yeah, mm -hmm. you didn't want to do that. Well, now because more technology is available nowadays and you <laughs> things get captured on camera that we didn't have access to or there was no such thing back then you know no i just i i think it's that but i also think it's um religion is 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 losing some of its hold on people yeah so people are kind of a little more open to the idea of maybe there's something else um and then i think also we've seen lots of weird things lately sure um that that if <laughs> that if if you were kind of come out and be like hey look here's the blue alien nobody's gonna like bat their eyes at it because they've already been subjected to so much weird shit so far they, they, they've, they've already been subjected to the program and, and pro programming of the government who's trying to sell us something <laughs> oh, man, you had you had movies and the better yeah of course the way that people live their lives some people do live weird lives you know Gotcha. I mean, there was like a 40-year-old dude who self-identified as a baby. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like if you have a 40-plus 40, 40 dude self-identifying as a baby, dressing as a baby, wearing diapers as a baby, then I'm going to be least likely shocked when you show me a blue alien. I gotcha. Because I'm like, look, if I can handle the 40-year-old baby... <laughs> I can handle the alien. Yeah. In fact, I might even welcome the alien and be like, hey, you don't have that on your planet, right? 
Yeah, can we go to your planet? <laughs> Let's see what's going on over there. So before we wrap, because I know our time is getting short, what's your take on the Miami video and what happened down there? Um, so I knew there was a lot of cops. I saw that. Yes. Massive amounts of cops. Yes. Um, I saw that one person in there wearing gray is what it looked like gray. Yes. So I, I think it could have been the predator. Okay. Because that's what it kind of looked like. If you look for yeah, it, it resembled yeah, a little bit. Yep. For us, for those of us who know the predator movies. Yeah. Which, which would explain why you needed 75 cop cars. Yeah. Is because it was, it was either somebody was causing a lot of problems at the mall and it had to be one person causing these problems. Of course. Okay. Well, I, I am sure that we are going to see something else in the next month, in the next two months, maybe even over the summer that's going to uh, give us more topic for discussion when it comes to aliens. So, well, I mean, obviously February 3rd, we're going to be talking with that girl. Oh, yes, most definitely. Sure thing. Yeah. But, but apparently 2027, they're just going to, uh, that was the deadline to to do the disclosures so they they only got three more years but that's it, true it remains to be seen and i'm hopeful to be around when it happens see i'm ready for it you know i just because i'm i'm gonna go see other planets i just don't want to be first yeah well no you know why right why we wrap up this is why i don't want to be first why is that because like <laughs> but like, the whole idea of going to another planet is just kind of cool you know okay but like here, I know everything that could potentially kill me. <laughs> I have a pretty good idea <laughs> of what to, what is cute, what is cuddly, what's dangerous. You know, I have a, I have a pretty good grasp <laughs> on survival on Earth. You know, gotcha. Okay. You go to another planet, you might find something that looks like a puppy, and automatically think, "Hey, ooh, puppy, cute, play with it." Next thing you know, it's eating you. It's eating your face. It's spitting poison that is burning your skin. <laughs> you don't know. So what we got to do is we got to send people first so enough of them get killed that you know what is dangerous so that they can relay back to us, don't mess with the puppies. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> All right, my friend. Until next week. Have a good one, and we'll talk soon. Thank you for joining the friends I view today. If you loved our conversation, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, share with friends, and stay tuned for our next episode. Until then, keep the conversation going.